I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, lovely. It's Michelle here and welcome to today's episode of your Business Boost podcast. So we are diving into something that does not fill any business owner with joy. It is one of those tasks that we will need to do in our business from time to time that is far from fun, but when it happens, it is usually overdue. It is usually very necessary. And I'm hoping that by talking through some things to be mindful of in this situation today, that it will help you if you find yourself in this situation. And I'm not, I shouldn't have said if, I will say when, because at some point in your business journey, if you haven't done so already, you are going to have to break up with a client. You want this to be as damage-limiting experience as possible. Um, And I think you wouldn't be a human being if it wasn't something that stressed you out and filled you with dread. Like that is their normal responses to having to do something like this. But if done well, you can walk away with your head held high, knowing that you have done the right thing and that you've kept your side of the street clean and hopefully enabled that client to walk away, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe not straight away, but over time that they may feel okay about the situation. But one thing that, you know, I will say right from the outset is that you're never going to be able to control other people's reactions and responses in these situations. You can't. You cannot orchestrate your actions here in order to determine someone else's response. That's just, that. that's, you, you can't. It's the same as in a romantic breakup um, or relationship breakdown, you know, that's not a business relationship. You can't control other people. And the quicker you realize that and the quicker you accept that, the easier this is to, to do and to sort of be a little bit, I guess, like one step removed from the situation. But yeah, I guess, you know, starting off point is I want to be really clear here is that I'm talking today about premature ending of client relationships. I'm not talking about when a client relationship comes to a natural end or like they've completed the service cycle or whatever it is in in the way in which you offer your, your services to your clients. I'm talking about when you need to terminate a relationship with your client. And I will start by saying, and this is, you know, Michelle putting her sensible legal hat on here, is that before you do anything, this is where having really stringent terms of business are going to serve you well. Because whatever the reasons are that the client relationship isn't working out, this is where you can kind of lean on your business terms. And it's almost like having that as 
like the bad cop, really. It's like, you know, well, according to the terms of business, but having that on side is going to help you here. But I want to caveat this entire episode um, because what I'm giving you are kind of practical tools here and, and, you know, things to consider. But ultimately, you need to start, you know, making sure that you are not breaking your side of your terms of business. Now, if you've got a good lawyer, your terms of business would have been set up in your favor. They should have been so that you can get out of situations. But if in doubt, check with your lawyer. Do not do anything that could potentially get you in legal trouble. You don't want people suing you. Nothing, nothing is worth losing your house over or anything else. So, um, you know, if in doubt, I will say get legal advice before doing any of this. But if this is one of those situations where things have become unsustainable, you cannot work with someone anymore for whatever reason, whether it is that they're, you know, they're they're just a bloody nightmare to work with, if they're not paying their bills, if they're not actioning what needs to be actioned. There's a raft of reasons why you could be breaking up with someone. There could be a massive values misalignment and you just literally cannot work together. There, there are so many reasons why things come to an end. It's how you how you manage this that's going to enable you to, yeah, like I said earlier, walk away with your head held high and not be so impacted by this because we don't want this to be some kind of precedent. I mean, I think it's always important when, you know, when you find yourself into this situation is to start by looking at why, like what is it that is that is making you want to break up with someone. Really, really important. And if you feel like this is happening with greater frequency, like one-offs happen, you know, every now and again, things aren't going to work out. That is a regular part of being in business. But if you are noticing that you are attracting clients and things are that things are breaking down you're you're breaking up with people with greater frequency then you need to look before they come into your world you need to go back upstream and look at what you're doing to attract these people into your world why is it that you are having a run of misaligned clients why are you having a run of people that aren't doing the work look at that. Why are you having a run of people that are not paying? So there's a whole raft of reasons why this could be happening. And um, I'm actually going to do an episode on this topic in a couple of weeks time where we look at, you know, the outside of your business matching the inside of your business. What you're doing to attract people is is the service offering matching. So this is where you need to consider that. It's like, well, why are all of these lunatics coming into my world? What am I doing to attract them? What message am I sending to the world that I am open to receiving these people? So you need to start there. But if you're, you know, like I said, if it's a one-off, if it's infrequent, then you need to start by communicating. You need to let them know that things are going to come to an end. Do not ghost them. Do not avoid their calls. Do not not let them book into your calendar for the next appointment. Like this is, you need to be a grown up here and a professional, especially if this is like a really high ticket service offering that you are providing. People 
you know, even if they are being really badly behaved or just total assholes, like I said earlier, you want to keep your side of the street clean. So communicate. And how deeply and detailed you communicate is entirely up to you. It also, I think, depends on like what the reason is why you're breaking up with them. So if it is, if they are in breach of your terms of business, then that's what needs to be documented. And and again, I am not a lawyer. I am not giving you legal advice. This is a conversation for you to have with your business lawyer. But if it is, if it is like a, you know, I guess like a chemistry thing, a personality thing, I really feel in this instance that less is more. You know, I don't believe that you need to over-explain your reasoning, your thought process. You don't necessarily need to give them a laundry list of all the re- all the things that they've done wrong to you. I think that just being succinct, really, really clear of what it is that you're doing. Like you are breaking up with them. It's not like, you know, let's see how things go for the next couple of months or whatever. Like be really, really clear dates of of when things are going to end, what the wrapping up process is going to be. But yeah, just being an adult here and communicating, definitely putting it in writing because you, you, you know, you want to have that written evidence. If you feel that it is warranted. I think a phone call is always really good to do this. I I have done both. So I've I've broken up with someone over email mainly because I I just I couldn't I couldn't at the time move beyond my fury for this woman. Uh yeah, I mean that's a story for another day, but it was it was a long long time ago, but I was incredibly angry at the time over something that that she did, but the the, the time that I actually had the phone conversation that, you know, this sounds a bit twisted, but it actually felt really good because I was able to, yeah, I just, I just felt like an adult. I felt very professional by doing it, but I know that the thought of picking up the phone and doing this for some people is absolutely terrifying. And you know what? It's not entirely necessary. As I always say, you do you, you do what's comfortable for you. But if you do have a phone conversation or a Zoom conversation, always confirm everything in an email. And then as I, as I sort of mentioned in that communication piece, have a really, clear idea, have this documented first and foremost for yourself, but also your client. There may be bits that you need to share with your client, but have a wrap-up process for yourself. So knowing exactly what you need to do to tie up all of the loose ends, what, you know, what balls are in their court, what balls are in your court, where do those balls need to be? And just making sure that all of that is set up and ready to be executed with dates and deliverables and all of that kind of thing. Like just think what needs to happen to wrap things up, what files need to be transferred. You know, if you are going to delete files off your server, letting them know, you know, you've got 10 days, 
is to delete these files and then they'll be gone. I don't know, equipment of yours that they're using, like I'm thinking of um, like health professionals and that sort of thing, like whatever needs to be returned or, or, or swapped over, like whatever those things are, make sure that that is all documented, that there is someone charged with ensuring that happens. And, you know, that may be you, it may be someone in your team, but the last thing you want to be doing is getting, you know, six months down the line and finding out that, you know, there's some loose end that that de- or there's some payment that didn't happen, and that brings me to the next to the next point is to make sure that you have received all of the payments that are due to you. I guess first point in that is that they have received invoices for what is owed with, you know, very clear stipulations is, you know, it's like, yes, we're breaking up, but, you know, X service has already been delivered. So therefore you are receiving this invoice and it is due. And then, you know, insert payment terms because you, you know, often with these things, because the, the, the relationship has ended, it can sometimes be tricky to get money out of people. So just be mindful of that. But something that I will say here is don't let it, like I, I have conversations with with people. I've had, you know, I was talking to someone the other day where someone who they, they, they broke up with still owes them thousands of dollars. And they have gotten to the point now where they're just like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I need to walk away from that. It's bad energy, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, there are things that you can do to to call in that money, you know, debt recovery, that sort of thing. You don't want this to be like a total bust. You 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 do want to be able to end this as cleanly as possible, and that includes getting paid what you should be paid. But just you know, little caveat here that it may not be as easy as getting your regular payments from. But I don't want to paint like a really, really bleak picture here, okay, because not all breakups are ugly and bad. In fact, you know, I talked about the the breakup that I did over the phone. I remember sending the invoice for my work, um, the final piece of my work for this person, like within kind of an hour of our phone conversation, and she paid that bill within 24 hours like that you know it, so it, you know we did end well she pops up in my dms from time to time and it's it's all fine we just weren't right for each other at that time so i think you want to try and limit the damage to yourself and your reputation and it comes back to you know one of my favorite dale carnegie sayings which is you know treat other people how you would want to be treated like how would you want to be treated in this situation? And doing what you can to minimize the damage, you know, be the be be the adult. I keep talking about adulting, but it is. A lot of it is, you know, I think where it goes haywire is when we sort of throw a tantrum like a kid. And that just doesn't serve anywhere. So, you know, take a beat before you before you send things out, before you say things, just take a beat. Is this something that I would want to hear? Is this something that I would want to receive? If at all possible, it is a good opportunity to perhaps 
seek feedback yourself. Now, again, it depends on the situation. I, you know, there there would be situations where it would just be a flat out like, oh my God, like just walk away, walk away, keep walking, keep walking. But there could be other situations where the opportunity presents itself for some feedback for you. Like, you know, it's it's kind of like post breakup counseling. Where did it all go wrong? What happened? Because you could get some really good intel here, especially if if this is becoming a bit of a pattern. You know, I talked about earlier about that that sort of those that cluster or an influx of, of clients that are that you find you need to break up with. It's like, okay, what the hell's going on here? And if there's an opportunity to try and get some kind of feedback, that could be really, really helpful for you. It's not for you to give feedback to them unless they ask for it. So if they outright say to you, listen, you know, this is this is this is the second, this is the second coach that's broken up with me or or whatever, then I, I you know, if they're asking for feedback, I, I would give it to them. And, you know, again, being kind, but yeah, if people are asking for it, give it to them. If they're not asking for it, then just walk away. And I think the final thing that I wanted to to mention here when breaking up with a client is that you won't forget this in a hurry. I think most people do hold on to this stuff. So what are the learnings here? What is it that you can take away for yourself? Now, a lot of the time it is just they are not your right person or you are not their right person. And they can go out and form a relationship with somebody else and and it can all go well and they can achieve the outcomes that they want to achieve and you will work with the 99.9% of other clients in your world and deliver an exceptional service to them. But it is always worthwhile just tucking away the learnings because you don't want to keep repeating things. So, you know, is it that, I don't know, maybe the feed, the communication within the service offering wasn't great. Perhaps your onboarding process needs tweaking. Perhaps things weren't clear from the outset. Perhaps your, you know, perhaps your service runs too long and they, you know, they've stopped engaging or like, you know, just, and, and again, we do not need to blow up our businesses over one bad incident, but it is always worthwhile capturing those learnings so that we can grow and evolve as business owners, like all experiences in our businesses, positive and negative. And this is just one of those things, which is sadly not joyful, but it is common and every it happens to everyone. It really does. I nurse um, my clients through this on a regular basis. And because of a lot of the women that I work with are their service providers, but they work at quite a high level, like they're consultants. And so for them to lose a client often leaves a gaping hole in their revenue. So it's, you know, it's it's not treated lightly. And I, I work through this in greater detail with them um, when I'm working one-on-one with them. So these are just some insights that I'm sharing with you today. But as I said earlier in the episode, this is where having really tight business terms is going to serve you well. And I am always frightened (laughs) when I start working with people and they have 
nothing, nothing, nothing. And I know that it it's an investment, but it's one of those things. If you are paying someone a thousand bucks a month to do your social media, you can afford to have decent business terms. So on that note, I'm going to love you and leave you today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to be doing a few solo episodes over the coming weeks, very focused around customer experience and um, how we as business owners can really elevate that service delivery for our clients and potential clients. So have a great week. Looking forward to being back in your ears next week. Bye-bye. 